Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Shape the Culture's weekly message where every week it is our goal, our aim, our mission to deliver straight to you a creative, authentic, inspiring message uh, to promote the belief of yourself, to promote the belief in your purpose, to give you something to meditate on as we learn and grow every week, every day, really. Our goal is that something you hear in these messages you could take with you and just think about it. You know, let it digest and sit with you every day and help you along your day through your journey. So if you're a first-time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for giving us a chance, however you found your way here, whether it was through a recommendation, a friend, a family member, a colleague, a loved one, however you found your way here. I'm so grateful that you're giving us the chance, that you're spending this time with us. And like I said, I hope by the end of this message, you feel more empowered you believe in yourself more, you feel inspired to go back and check out our previous messages and even subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You could also visit us at shapetheculture.org to subscribe as well. If you are a continuing listener, I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to listen. Thank you so much for continuing to check us out and tune in. Um, I'm so happy that we've been able to learn and grow through this podcast together, through this movement of Shape the Culture. Um, Shape the Culture podcast actually just celebrated its yearly anniversary. So it's been a full year since I've been releasing these messages and since we've been learning and growing together. And I'm just so grateful that we continue to be able to have that experience, that we continue to follow our model of each one, teach one, and really watch this movement grow organically. Um, just watching it spread from people tuning in, sharing it with people. Uh, like I said, whether it's through wor- uh, word of mouth or social media, just thank you so much. So this week, we will be continuing our series titled Greater Than. Um, and this series has been taking us through the journey of Joshua. Um, so we're going to continue to read from the book of Joshua. This, this week, I'm going to read from chapter 10. I'll be reading verses 7 through 15, and they read like this. So Joshua and his entire army, including his best warriors, left Gilgal and set out for Gibeon. Do not be afraid of them, the Lord said to Joshua, for I have given you victory over them. Not a single one of them will be able to stand up to you. Joshua traveled all night from Gilgal and took the Amorite armies by surprise. The Lord threw them into a panic, and the Israelites slaughtered great numbers of them at Gibeon. Then the Israelites chased the enemies along the road to Beth Haran, killing them all the way to Azekai and Machadai. As the Amorites retreated down the road from Beth Haran, the Lord destroyed them with the terrible hailstorm from heaven that continued until they reached Azekai. The hail killed more of the enemy than the Israelites killed with the sword. On the day the Lord gave the Israelites victory over the Amorites, Joshua prayed to the Lord in front of all the people of Israel. He said, let the sun stand still over Gibeon and the moon over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stayed in place until the nation of Israel had defeated its enemies. Is this event not recorded in the book of Jashar? The sun stayed in the middle of the sky and it did not set as on a normal day. There has never been a day like this one before or since when the Lord answered such a prayer. 
Surely the Lord fought for Israel that day. Then Joshua and Israelite and the Israelite army returned to their camp at Gilgal. This series, Greater Than, has taken us on a journey through the book of Joshua. And like I said, so far, you know, going through his story, we've seen how being greater than caused us to commit to being strong and courageous physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And so with every step that we take, we have to move with the mentality of victory and really be able to walk with the authority, knowing God has already placed certain things under our control. And I have to say, that's probably one of my favorite things that I've been enjoying through all these stories of Joshua is how God lets him know that victory is his. But he still has to follow through by listening to instructions and being diligent with his actions. Because even though being greater than is appealing, it sounds appealing, it looks appealing, it even feels appealing when we feel ourselves being greater than. Deep down, yes, we all do want to be somebody. Nobody wants to be nameless. And part of our human nature is trying to figure out how we can provide meaning to ourselves in the world around us. And yes, even though all of that is appealing, that doesn't mean that it comes easy. And on the other side, it doesn't mean that it automatically will come naturally. Being greater than is not something that just naturally happens. There's a level of commitment and dedication we must have to bring our greatness to fruition, to make it a reality. And so this week, for that reason, I wanted to read a story from the book of Joshua that isn't talked about too often. And one of the reasons I feel like the story, this story of Joshua and the sun standing still isn't talked about a lot is because it's one of those stories from the Bible that automatically seems very mythical, right? Like it sounds like one of those biblical stories that we could spend forever debating. We could debate about whether it's real or fake or you know how it's even possible for the sun to stand still. But as always, that's not my interest. My interest isn't trying to decide if it's real or fake or like I said, talk about how the sun could stand still. I want to speak on the unbelievable authority of Joshua and how he represents the mindset that I believe it takes for us to be greater than. One of the things that intrigues me the most about our human nature as we walk to find out our purpose and believe in something higher than ourselves is how much actual little confidence we have as we step out on our journey. Like Joshua, I think we naturally come from a place of humbleness. I think we understand that, yes, there is a divinity in the world. We grow up under the influence of leaders and icons. We strive to be the best we can be. We work to discover who we are and what we're meant to do. But inside of us, there is another side that lives in constant doubt and worry. We're always torn between stepping out with that complete confidence and wanting to remain humble so that if things don't work out, nobody can say anything against us. Like I always imagine Joshua, you know, ourselves even really like, you know, when we step out and we could say things like, yo, I'm going to be greater than Moses. 
And, you know, if you say something like that, people would naturally just kind of look at you crazy, might not take you too seriously. Now everybody's going to be looking to see, okay, what is he really going to do? And we feel like, you know, if we kind of don't have that confidence, if we kind of say, you know, if it's meant to be, it will be, and what, you know, God has for me, what he has for me. That way, if things don't really naturally work out, if we don't naturally become greater than, we could always say, well, maybe it just wasn't meant, meant to be. Maybe it just wasn't supposed to happen. But then I read this story and I hear Joshua telling the son to stand still. And I can only imagine how much confidence and authority you must have in yourself and in your purpose to declare this to your entire people as a leader. Like it said in the verses, he said this in front of all of the Israelites. And telling the son to stand still was not one of God's instructions to Joshua. This was not part of the plan for the people to enter the promised land. This was not something that anybody knew would take place. This honestly came after a moment of victory and gratitude. Because once again, God had led Joshua and the Israelites to victory and given them more land. They were watching as what was promised to them was becoming a reality. They were about to, they were entering their promised land. And in this moment, Joshua, I believe, was starting to acknowledge more than ever that God was on his side, that all that greatness he believed in himself was coming to fruition. He was in tune with the reality that not only did he have a purpose, and he was actually walking in alignment with his purpose. You know, he was truly walking in purpose on purpose. I believe this is a feeling that we are looking for as we continue to live and grow day by day. We want that confirmation that God is on, is on our side through every step. Even when we are down, we want to know that it is for a reason and that our storm will only last for a season. What's interesting is that what we want is this confirmation to come from God. But it seems like God wants us to have that confirmation to come from ourselves first. If we look at the story of Joshua, we see that God has already provided him with confirmation, right? From the very beginning, when we even first started this series, we read that God told Joshua exactly what he had planned for him. He knew that he would take over the promised land and bring rest to his people. He knew that he would be victorious over anybody that stepped in his way. But once again, like I said, we can receive these confirmations. We can receive these answers, these revelations. But our human nature is quick to debate against what God has already confirmed over our lives. I think we all know that God has us going through certain situations for a reason. We understand that life has to take us through trials and tribulations before we enter our own promised land, but we still have a battle with our inner faith. In the midst of the storm, it's hard to build up the strength to say things like, son, stand still. We tend to be passive with our faith instead of having active faith. Through this story, we can see that when we walk with active faith and live in the mentality that God has already confirmed firm victory for us, anything can truly happen. Because the truth truth being told, miracles happen every day. Sometimes they are huge miracles, like the sun standing still. 
And other times they are tiny miracles or small victories. But either way, we have the power to change our lives and the lives of others. To me, the sun standing still is a metaphor of what can happen when we are unafraid to live out our faith, when we are able to stand in our truth and our truth being that we are called to be greater than. We can make the impossible happen because we are not left out of God's grace, no matter what you think. We are not allowed. We are not only allowed to do what has already been done. We are called to be greater than part of, I believe, our human nature is to continue evolving, to continue to learn and grow so that those coming after us can do the same thing. But another side of that truth is that we can only be as great as we believe ourselves to be. We have to set our minds and hearts on accepting all of the blessings being poured down on us. We have to be willing to accept that we can do more than we ever imagined. And that's one thing about this message, unbelievable, that we can do the unbelievable. We can do the unthinkable. You know, we can do all those things. We just have to believe it for ourselves first, because one thing that we can learn through this series and through the story of Joshua is that God believes it already for us, that God believes that we can be greater than already. And another thing I love about this story is how it's tucked in the middle of Joshua's story, Joshua chapter 10. Like I said, it's this story that doesn't even have that much detail, doesn't go into it too much, but it happened because Joshua prayed for it and he asked for it and God made it happen. And I think that's a message to us that what we believe in can happen as long as we're willing to walk towards it and to work for it. So thank you once again for tuning in to Shape the Culture's weekly message. Like I said, I hope you got something that makes you think, something that can help you grow. Thank you once again. Until next week, I love you all.